good evening, everyone. I got to make sure because the show this morning, my times are going to be confusing. And to let everybody know, this is the first episode of the Con Hour segment. We're going to be calling this Volume 1.1. And we are here today with Danica Bloom, who is a USA Today bestselling author. Hello. And have to ask, how, how has your week been going so far? We have sun in the rainy Northwest, Pacific Northwest, so it's a good week. I'm happy. Uh, you, you want some of our heat to go with that? No, I, I, I would love it, but but no, other people would be kind of disappointed to be getting Texan weather up here, I think. Uh, uh, so I have to ask, so our viewers know, what, what kind of books do you write? I write steamy romantic comedy. So uh, I write books that have pictures of Manchester on them. <laughs> and where can we find you at on some of those? Uh, well, you can find me on Amazon. Um, all my books are on Amazon. And uh, my website's not 100% up to date, but it's the best place there. And uh, for readers, BookBub and Goodreads. So Danica Bloom, pretty okay. easy. Find me there. And... I have to ask, what inspired you to start writing? Well, oh, I, okay, so what inspired me to start writing originally, I've been a career ghostwriter, a technical writer. So um, that's just always been who I was. And it was, uh, I'm going to tell this story. Uh, my, my very first novel that I wrote was um, just the year I turned 40. I went through a, a surprise divorce. And at 40, I... I had to start, I didn't have to. I went a little bit mad and I started dating again. And so I started writing. I wrote this manuscript called Drinking Scotch with Strangers and thought I can write a novel about all of these crazy experiences. And um, and it was fun and it was not a novel. And it was just, it was my first foray into writing fiction. And uh, from there I wrote more and then I ended up writing a book called Mother Teresa's Advice for Jilted Lovers, which, um, you know, it was it was fun writing, and the thing I think that kept me writing and then moving into the romance genre, because Mother Teresa's Advice for Jilted Lovers is more women's fiction, paranormal, um, is the community. That's what kind of brought me into romance, and that's what keeps me in writing romance. It's a fantastic community of people who support each other. There's no competition. It's just like, how can we all lift each other up? And I love it. I absolutely love it. I love that within communities. It really is a really good thing. Now, do you do you do NaNoWriMo or any of that? I have definitely done NaNoWriMo. Mother Teresa's advice was written, the first 50,000 words of that was written during NaNoWriMo. Um, I'm kind of a rebel. I'm a Nano rebel. So, you know, if anyone knows the way NaNoWriMo works, November 1st, you start with a blank page. November 30th, you're allowed to have an outline, but I'm not an outliner. I am a, some people call it a pantser. I prefer mm -hmm. to think of it as a discovery writer, so I can't start with any kind of a plan. So I will... I will rebel and sometimes I'll work with something that's already started and set myself some targets. Um, but for the most part, I don't need NaNoWriMo anymore because I'm writing pretty well every single day. And I've got that, you know, 1,666 words is kind of a, it's a normal day for me. And that's what a NaNoWriMo day would be. It'd be, you know, 30 days, 50,000 words divided by 30 days is 1,667 words, I think. So, yeah. Well, 
first time I tried to do an outline, I ended up ripping it to shreds. You know, for some of us, I when I, I have written because when I first started writing, people told me, and my you know my very first manuscript had no story thread, and so it was it was smart advice to say maybe you should outline the story and know where you're going. But subsequently, I have tried to outline, and by the time I get the outline done, I'm like, yeah, I'm done this story. I'm not, I don't care anymore. So I'm one of those people who has to discover the story and the characters um, as I go. Otherwise, I get a little bit bored. And CJ says, hey. Hi, CJ. And, and you're going to be part of Lovapalooza, I believe it is. I am going to be part of Lovapalooza, yeah. And how does that process go for authors who want to be part of that? Do they have to get invited to it? or? I, I, I think it was a double thing. So I was invited quite early on. and uh, um, But then I know they also had it open if, if authors wanted to um, to apply to come in. Um, so I, but I think, it, I mean, because we're launching, I think it's next week, right? I suspect, I suspect, but I don't know for sure, but that, that that's all closed because my gosh, the work that those organizers are doing for Lovapalooza is insane. It's insane. I've never seen an online conference like the one that they're organizing. It's, um, I think it's going to be really exciting. Yes, it's from June 17th to June 26th, if I got the dates right. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know you just said you're a pantser and all that, but like NaNoWriMo, you just said, but do you prefer writing at home? Do you prefer writing at coffee shops? Is there certain settings that you prefer? I am definitely a write-at-home person. I, I honestly, okay, so COVID, I thought would before COVID, my husband was threatening to retire. And I've been working from home as a freelance writer for over 20 years now. And uh, when my husband started threatening retiring, I thought, oh, dear God, that's going to end our marriage or it's going to end my career. Like, we can't cohabitate because I work from home. In fact, you know, COVID, he worked from home for two years and we figured out a really great rhythm. But, like, I'm locked in the office. I put a little note outside on the door that said, don't disturb me and we'll see if that works. But we've got dogs who don't understand and they will bust into doors and stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> they don't give you your privacy. Like oh, see, you and there it is. The dogs just came home and there's the door busted open. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Speak of the devil. Yeah, exactly. So do you have any other conventions that you try to do? I know we talked a little bit about this beforehand, but it's, this is the only one. Do you try to do others? Book signings? Yeah, I have done. I have done all of those things. I've spoken at libraries and I've done um, conferences in Vancouver, British Columbia, which is where I'm from. Um, but I got to tell you, I am one of those classic writers who is truly an introvert, and uh, I really love the online thing. I don't. I don't ever want to have to go back to in person ever again. Ever. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> So with your website, can they purchase a signed book from you? Um, you know, that's a fabulous question. And they, if, if someone emails me, I can make that happen. I don't have all of my books um, as paperback right now. I'm working on covers for them. Right now I've got my first romance. Here, I can show you how handsome he is. I mean, I just love this guy. So that's, that's Nick. He's, uh, he's a firefighter. 
And um, so you can get that one. It's a it's a hefty book. That's um, 90,000 words. And then my most recent one is uh, one of his brothers, who is not a firefighter. And that one's called Frisky with my bestie. But that one is just, um, it's a novella. So you can get that as a large print paperback. Very nice. And just for those who weren't able to see it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's the, and that's so you can see the difference. That's the ebook, And I there's an explanation as to why it's different. But and that has to do with advertising. This guy doesn't respond well to ads. The other guy does better. So but I like the first guy better. There we go. Now, with Love of Palooza, I know you're going to be busy probably for the next two weeks, but you're also doing a speaking engagement there what day and what time would that be if somebody wants to hear you there? I don't, I have not been given the day and time that I'm live. So Shame on them. I don't know. Um, I know that there's a pre-recorded uh, 20 minute session, which uh, every author who's, who's, who's um, participating has to do something that's specifically for readers. And most of them, as I understand, are going to be talking about, uh, day in the life of an author and stuff like that. I decided to get a little bit political and I'm talking about the impact of piracy and I share my income earnings and income earnings from some of my romance friends because um, there's a there's been a trend in the last six months that on TikTok uh, to buy books from romance writers and then return them and then also around piracy. Um, sh shocking numbers of people think that it doesn't, it's a victimless crime. So I talk about that and then with the other presentation, if you're an aspiring romance author, um, I'm going to be doing a one-hour live on kind of mindset. That's that's my area of, I guess, expertise. Um, I know craft, but really it's around the mindset and overcoming the negative voices. And so we'll be doing some really concrete, fun exercises. And then there's another hour of just live Q&A with me. But I don't know what day that's on yet. That's kind of interesting that you said that because I thought beforehand, before we even got on here, I was like, you know, I don't think I could do a romance novel. I'm more of the fantasy fiction oh, and I Western. Could, I could and never do is, fantasy. Fantasy is a, completely different. It is a completely different mindset. Yeah. Well, and not only that, I think it's a completely different skill set. Like my strength in writing is characters and dialogue like you know most authors have an amount like they have a skill area that there's something they're really good at something that might come easily and i can get into the head or they can get into my head of characters and i do that with ease and according to people who read my books i do that well setting on the other hand i just suck like honestly you could stick them on a stage and they the whole world could go around and i don't even see what's going on around them fantasy I think that's that's at least 50% setting and environment and textures and feelings. Mm -hmm. I couldn't write fantasy I, no matter how hard I tried. So, yeah. And it, like, you, like we said, it is a completely different mindset. And it's the same thing because I'm actually multi-genre. I have a Western mouth also. And trying to write the Western was extremely hard going from a fantasy setting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, imagine me in my my day job when I first started. I was writing. Uh, I was writing um, 
financial literacy curriculum. So I'm writing financial literacy curriculum for part of my day and steamy romance for the other part. They're, they're different enough that I never got them confused, but still it's a, you have to access a different part of your, your brain, definitely. I would hate to see those get mixed. Yeah. <laughs> it might make financial literacy more interesting, actually. <laughs> I can I can see people's reactions now. <laughs> so, are there any words of encouragement you might have for a new author? Uh yeah. Honestly, my biggest word of encouragement is find your people. Like, find the community of one or ten or a hundred, if you can, of people who are doing what you're doing and understand that. Um, it takes time that you're going to have setbacks, that you're going to have a little voice saying, why are you doing this? And you have to you have to have people in your life who will be encouraging. And it's not always our best friend or our parents or our siblings or our spouses. Like if they're not writers, they just don't get it. Right. Like I. So I think my my word of encouragement is trust that you can do this and find the people who will remind you of that when you have the the concern that you're not able to do it. Definitely. And one thing that I would like to add is don't try to say that you're never done. Yeah. Because if you keep saying, oh, I got to do this, I got to fix this, I got to fix this, I got to fix this, you're always going to find a problem, it's no matter true. what. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Yeah, ship it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Honestly, I, and, and depending on what genre, I, I imagine it's different for different genres, but you know, when you're looking at, for instance, romance, romance readers are voracious, right? And they are generous for the most part. So yes, you want to ship your best, best, and you want to publish your best product that you can do, mm. but it, it does, it's, it's never going to be, there is no, there's no such thing as perfect, right? It's just, yeah. Trust your story, trust your characters. As CJ just said, you have yes. to pull the trigger at some point and hope it flies. Absolutely, CJ, yeah. Um, I just had a question in my head and my mind just went blank. Uh, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> so, Bubba Palooza, you don't, you're, you said they can email you to get a sign. Please copy. do. And yeah, so email me at uh, Danica with a K at DanicaBloom.com if you're interested. And you know, the, the great thing with, with um, Amazon, if you're thinking, well, I'm not sure if I want to get a paperback if I don't even know if I like this author's writing. Um, Amazon will let you read the first, what, no, 10% of the book for free in the, you know, look mm. inside. So if you're not familiar with that, go look inside, read the first couple chapters, see if you're engaged, and then uh, let me know if you'd like a paperback. And this handsome guy. <laughs> and I do want to thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thank you. It was a lot of fun, Greg. Appreciate it. Much appreciated. And I want to let everybody know, I don't know how many times the segment's going to be coming on, but we're going to be working on getting artists, authors, whoever we can for 15 to 20 minutes, and it's definitely going to spotlight them. I have all her links online, so go check them out. And I also have Lovell Palooza, so maybe they have that posted when she's going to be going live if you're interested in listening to her speak. Thank you. So, so, everyone, we will catch y'all on our next show. And I know the con hour will be Thursday at 6 p.m. with 
Sean Peck, heavy metal lead vocalist of Death Dealers. So until then, adios.